So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with I am Patrick. And I am Dennis. And we're Night Rider. And we're asking some questions to say about their new single collar. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Uh pretty good. Uh I mean it's been <clears throat> you know, interesting, like starting a brand new project after doing the same thing for like fifteen years or well, most of fifteen years. But um, yeah, it's exciting. Oh yeah. Well, the song rips. Oh yeah. Thank you. Oh yeah. Thanks. I will take all the credit for the ripping. <laughs> <laughs> you can have all the credit. Man. <laughs> uh, so, is there any meaning behind the single title or cover art? Uh, well, as far as the title went, um, when I was first writing the demo of this song. Uh, I must have been watching something on TV that had some sort of shock collar or some sort of collar in it. Somebody must have been wearing a collar. Probably not anything weird, but sure. uh, <laughs> I hope. But I think that that just ended up being the um, the working title and the demo title that I had on my computer. And when I brought it um, to uh, our friend. Um, Ricky Armelino, who helped produce the track um, to kind of get it more solidified, the file stayed the same name. And then as it went down the line and got into Dennis and Danny's hands, the name stayed the same. <laughs> and even through writing all the lyrics uh, between Dennis and I, um, when he came up with the kind of the bridge, the bridge portion where he actually says the word collar uh, to kind of make this made up name almost make sense and it and it worked really well so uh, i think that it was almost just like um by chance that we were able to connect the working title with what the real title was gonna be i love that that's amazing um, and any meaning behind the cover art uh dennis yeah so the cover art is just based on the music video um <clears throat> for a couple of reasons one uh we very much intend for this song to be a part of a collection, uh, whether that's an EP or an album. So the cover art will be replaced eventually on streaming platforms. So um, they're like, why not just put a cool still up from the music video? Um, and it kind of, it helps set the tone, like what we're doing. This is our debut single. And, you know, <clears throat> we want to differentiate ourselves from Affiance um, with this whole like synth wavy, uh you know early 80s vibe um and the colors were great and uh it's a cool it's a cool still hell yeah um so can you guys tell us a little bit about your writing process for this track uh yeah so this started this started off as in uh in 2020 when we kind of as affiance made the decision to continue to write because we thought it was pretty much um you know, a kind of a waste of a really good relationship that the four of us had, um, that just because we weren't, you know, actively touring or actively putting out music that, you know, especially in 2020, it was really beneficial for us to keep writing together and to keep the, you know, the creativity flowing. And it, and it really helped uh, the four of us stay connected, which was really important, especially in that time. Mm -hmm. um, so this was one of many 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 demos that i had put together um just you know learning how to learning how to use logic and learning how to um create uh guitar sounds and stuff like that because being the drummer i was never really um 
too involved in the guitar aspect of our songs and learning more about the technology that I had, I was starting to just write demos every day, every day, every day. And this became one of my favorite ones that I think the group also agreed that was one of, you know, my better demos. Um, and when I had brought this to, like I said, Ricky, um, who also plays with me and Einstein Kills to produce this track, started to come together really, really well. So we basically got to a point in 2020 where all of us were able to start writing full songs by ourselves because we were so used to writing songs as a band in a room. We would lock ourselves in practice spaces, you know, when, when Affiance was writing and we'd hash everything out together in a room. And because of the distance and because of the pandemic, we were all able to start writing complete songs by ourselves. Um, which kind of gave it a new dynamic because we weren't in a room together. So it was more of um, an idea sharing uh, 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 scenario. Um, mm -hmm. And this was one of the first ones that really came together using, I think that technique. Wow. So I guess you guys adjusted pretty well to the whole like pandemic writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think we did. And uh, as much as I miss, you know, those days when we would be in a room together and you know, to have stuff be too loud to even understand if we were writing a good song or not. Mm -hmm. um, the pros and cons of being able to be in different rooms and writing stuff in our headphones than in a room and writing stuff together. There's definitely pros and cons there. And I think that we're figuring out that with this new style that we're doing, the, um, the advantage is going to, you know, more controlled writing process rather than kind of like this free for all. Makes sense. For sure. There's a lot less arguing, that's for sure. <laughs> that's <laughs> good. We were, we were known to be arguers. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I want you two to tell us your favorite lyric or moment off this track and what it means to you. Uh, you go first, Patrick. Okay. Um, I, think, I, I think I have... Uh, I think that my funny answer is that there's a swell that goes into the second chorus um that was another kind of joke that it's just my voice making the noise it's just me doing the swell with my voice and ricky turned it into this really cool effect that leads you into the chorus mm -hmm. um so like that's just funny to me that that stayed in the track yeah and it's just me into it um but as far as uh as far as uh like Lyrically and musically, I'm really impressed with the whole song musically. I don't really know if I have a favorite part, um, but lyrically, I think the uh, I think the chorus lyrics, um, the way that Ricky and I had originally um, came up with the concept, and then the way that Dennis took our original concept and kind of related it more towards his personal um, his personal you know area that he is in his head because I was originally writing this song about time travel and and Dennis took that and kind of related it back to what he was going through and what a lot of us were feeling throughout our career um, so I think that the the chorus lyrics are definitely the most meaningful to me um, being being the person who who kind of created the concept and then hearing what Dennis did to it to change the meaning oh yeah mm -hmm. Dennis so as for me um, it's actually the bridge I mean, the song as a whole, I, I love. It's my favorite song that the four of us have ever released as of, as of now. And the bridge, the, um, oh, 
can't even think of the lyrics when I need to think of them. Um, you know, like a rope around my neck, this collar I wear, held captive by the memories, but was I ever even there? Um, is really important to me because it's all about like how anxiety and and like if you're always living in the future or you're always living in the past, you're not present and it'll kill you. You know, it's not going to kill you literally in that moment, but it'll kill you over decades. Absolutely. Stress and anxiety, depression, you know, yep. just not being present destroys your life. And, um, you know, at one point <clears throat> for most of our history, I was like the business minded guy in affiance. And I was just so overwhelmed and consumed by like, what's next? What's the next big tour? How are we going to grow? How are we going to get to that level where we can pay our bills and really feel like we made it? You know, instead of appreciating the fact that I was, you know, doing shots with Jesse Leach of Killswitch Engage. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wasn't present because I was so concerned about the future. And, um, you know, that's, was I ever even there? You know, and, and, and I think that's really relatable to people in all kinds of different ways. Like, and it's not just about affiance or music. It's, it's about everything. Like, the, the lives we live are way too hyper-stimulated. Everything is go, go, go. High expectations, multitask. Everybody has ADHD and anxiety now. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe we need to reevaluate what's important to us and, and how to exist. And yeah. so, I, I, I was a big fan of the way that um, my original concept and my lyrics were all about time and traveling through time whether it's supernaturally or whatever and then and then you took that concept and really made it like about our time that we yeah. have been spending together that we have spent together um because my metaphors and and my little things you were really able to hold on to those and kind of keep the meaning the same but make it less sci-fi and more relatable to the to life yeah no what you started with was so inspiring like it spoke to me and it's like you know, I know that there was inspiration in there, like besides just like your sci-fi, like storytelling you were doing, like I, I related to it. it, it resonated with me and I could tell like you were talking about things that affected both of us. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a powerful song. It's important to me and uh, I know it's important to you. So yeah, and musically, uh, I mean, the songs, really good but i love the intro that's the best intro we've ever written <laughs> it, it's it sounds like stranger things and i yeah, love it's it cool Change, and, changing the guitar into synth was definitely the way to go for that i mean then that's how most of our stuff is is becoming is like instead of writing a really awesome you know guitar riff that's going to sound you know sick amplified and distorted like let's take the same notes let's take the same sequence and make it a synth part which is going to set us apart and 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 make us you know what night rider you know taking any affiance lead or any affiance lick and putting it on a on a synthesizer is going to make it into a night rider song almost <laughs> exactly oh yeah um so you mentioned like the the writing process for the song you know was you guys are, are split up and that's kind of how you're doing it now band name change is the plan to kind of take a more backseat approach and just kind of let it happen instead of being so like we gotta like crush it man like everything has got to be like 10 steps ahead of each other and like actually live in the present and, like if something happens it kind of happens 
I mean, I, I think that that's, I, I think that we are coming into this new project with a much different mindset than we had, especially, you know, towards the, um, towards the end of affiance where we were kind of all really discouraged about, you know, where our careers were going at that point. And, you know, like Dennis said before, we were so worried about the future and so worried about how the decisions that we had made in the past were now affecting us in the present um, that, you know, coming into this project and having the time, having 2020 and 2021 to really, you know, hash out new ideas and really see where a new sound could be taking us and, and you know, making the decision to change the name, making the decision to rebrand, you know, we are kind of taking it, I think, at a slower pace. And as much as we want the world to hear all of this awesome new music that we're writing, because there is a lot of awesome new music that we're writing, I think that we've made the mistake of rushing before and we've made the mistake of, you know, maybe making decisions too quickly, which will lead to, you know, a, a mistake overall that I think that we are kind of... Um, kind of cruising with this a little bit and and seeing seeing where the first single lands and seeing you know what our next move is or what our next moves are and being able to put everything in front of you and then have perspective on stuff to make that decision absolutely well i don't think the the band is doing too bad so far considering you guys are just <laughs> seeing what happens you know yes <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this question should be super, super quick off the top of your heads. I want you guys to describe the single for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Both of you have to do it. I'm sorry, Pat. I have the single. <laughs> Bro looks like he's in agony right now. Three words. Three words. Yeah. Um, Is synthwave one word? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I would say... Uh, Thought-provoking is one word. Okay. Uh, yes. There's a there's a hyphen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say heavy. I'd say thought-provoking, heavy, and um, oh, man, I don't want to take synthwave because I know it's, Dennis is going to say it. Yeah. Mm, but you got me thinking about other things now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a different route than I thought. Now I'm like, oh, I want to go that route too. I, okay, wait, I got it. Uh, thought provoking, heavy, and cinematic. That's Ooh. good. It's how I would describe this stuff. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay. That's good. Okay. I was going to say synthwave gent rock. It <laughs> <laughs> says the, uh, the, the style. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I want to talk about content, not just. <laughs> Sound. Sound. Okay. So I'm gonna say gent wave. <laughs> There's a hyphen. <laughs> oh no, that's a new genre. <laughs> Compliments of us. Um so gent wave night drive. Okay. <laughs> new band name. Right? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I almost have to do it in a sentence, and I'm going to, and I'm sorry. Oh. Um, the whole concept of Night Rider is the difficult conversations you have with yourself and existential thoughts that you have alone at night in the car while you're driving. Because some of the most 
difficult times in our lives, we need to just get in the car. We need to go We feel like you need to run. You need to drive, take a long drive. Some of the most meaningful things I've worked out without a therapist has been in the car at night driving. And that is, that's what night riders about. So that's, o- that's only like a few more than three words. So, Just like so Dennis, if we ever it. interview you again, we're changing the question to explain the single in three paragraphs, no more, no less. <laughs> I, I, I will say I felt like that was maybe a short paragraph, but I, I can see. <laughs> if you can already person, I still run on sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Dennis, you kind of stole my next question, but I'm still going to ask it. Uh, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this track to invoke in your listeners? Um, yes. I want it to be contemplative and intentional. Like, I, I want to inspire mindfulness and, and intentionality because in Affiance, I took a very macro approach, like fight the power, rise up. You can do it. The world is corrupt. We will be warriors and save the world from nuclear destruction. Like that's what I say to everybody. I'm like the the difference between Night Rider and Affiance is that Night Rider is not fighting the fucking dragon all the time and and like complaining about the government. We're finally able to be a little more emotional and personal in our songs, which is really nice. Well, yeah. we're fighting the dragon, but the dragon itself. so and and the whole like something throughout my whole most of my adult life that's always stood out to me was you can't save the world if you can't save yourself and that's actually a theme in our first single as a science which is called the warrior and um you know now i just want to focus on putting the mirror in front of ourselves and going where am i going wrong how am i contributing to the things that i hate or don't believe in especially with how divided the world is like you know we need a wake-up call the wake-up call is ourselves you know who am i what's my role how can i do better you know where am i where am i exactly what i hate and i'm too afraid to admit it and that's you know those are things that uh, i think about when i drive at night i drive a lot i have 101,000 miles on my car Jeez, you haven't had that car for that long i bought it on halloween 2019 with oh my god miles where are you going i drive around just driving around cleveland that's all he's doing <laughs> Almost, this guy doesn't fly prices? anywhere he just drives <laughs> everywhere he's not joking 80 percent of the lyrics i've written so far have been while driving at night in my car around northeast ohio Sometimes I safe? leave the county. <laughs> yeah, well, he's um, got a, he's got his full typewriter, uh, <laughs> like an old school one too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta hit it, yeah, yeah. Gotta hit it <laughs> to go back. I voice notes. Um, <laughs> okay, and I, I do type. I text while I I type while I drive. I hope there's it's no like cops two watching in the mornings this. in like a not great neighborhood. Like nobody's around. It's fine. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a weirdo, but like when we were trying to come up for names uh, with names for this project, like one day it just clicked. I took an edible, and I was just like, "Holy shit! It's got to be Night Rider." It hits all the points. Like it explains the like sound. It means something to me. I think it'll resonate with other people if they get what it means and don't relate it to David Hasselhoff. 
Um, yeah, but, but relating it to Hasselhoff helps with the the sound of, of of and the sound of it. Yeah, being the, the, like the image. Yeah. Wave. yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool. We're gonna be the biggest band in the world. Just- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but we're taking a back seat on this one. Yeah, exactly. no, but we're gonna yeah, take yeah. it slow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're just gonna let it happen organically. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. No promotion at all. We're just gonna put the songs out and see what happens. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what band or artist influence you think you hear the most on this single, if any? Uh, well, I guess for me, for from uh, writing this song from the original demo standpoint, um, I think probably the newest uh, Kingdom of Giants record that came out that year, Passenger, um, was definitely a big influence on what I was writing at the time because they were kind of, uh, you know, they were kind of doing this kind of synthy gent thing, but the their synth tones weren't as like really 80s throwback as what we're, you know, kind of, kind of doing now, but they still kind of had this, you know, kind of uh, the same vibe to it so i was listening to them a lot and trying to kind of see how they structured their songs and why like what made me love that record a lot i was trying to figure out why i loved that record so much so in the in the music writing portion of it i, th- I think that i would give that up to our buddies in uh, kingdom of giants nice. for Man, me dude, yeah it was a uh, stranger things soundtrack yeah and um I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of synthwave and darkwave um, and just like really trying to sing more quieter and lower register and softer and um, really using more dynamic in my voice. Um, I mean, that Kingdom of Giants record is great. Um, but I think I was a little bit more influenced vocally um, by like Dayseeker or Spirit Box. Um, and it's really nice and refreshing to be inspired by peers. Uh, Cause you know, we come from a world where like I was one of four just clean vocalists in metalcore. And now it's like a lot more common to see people like really kill it on clean vocals to heavier music um so i've been pulling a lot of influences all over the place but at the same time when i'm in the studio or practicing or just trying ideas out i realize like i have my own sound and it's it's i just feel like it's maturing and it's getting to a place i've always wanted it to get at because i'm not trying to compete with a lead guitar or trying to be metal or trying to be you know tough guy at all like now it's just I want to write the best song possible. I want it to feel genuine. I want people to connect to it. And I want people to feel the passion of my voice. That's, those are the, the comments that I've heard the most from people, especially you know, regarding your voice, is that it's so nice to hear Dennis sing in his lower register. He, he sounds more comfortable. He sounds more mature in, in the way that he's singing. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that you know, he's not singing over like shreddy guitar riffs. We've we're tuned lower so that your uh, your your default setting can start lower, and then when you want to hit those high notes that everybody knows you can hit, it actually hits harder because 
you know, it seems like the jump is even is even greater. And a lot of people have just been saying, you know, this sounds this sounds like the more mature affiance. And it's almost because we took stuff out. We we simplified things. We tuned stuff lower. And, you know, we weren't we weren't fighting the fucking dragon. anymore. <laughs> you guys were the dragon this time. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I, are we the dragon? <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. When you're the biggest band in the world, but mm-hmm. taking it yeah. very slow, you guys will be the dragon. We'll be the dragon. So does that mean we're like? Does that like? Is that you two? What? Who, who's the biggest band in the world? Uh, who, I mean, you two put their fucking album on everybody's phone. I think that only you two could do for. that. Yeah, I, I saw that. They, yeah, I saw they, they apologize for that. Yeah, that's legit. I respect that. <laughs> like six <laughs> years after they did it, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was like I'm yesterday. All, I'm all for reconciliation. We're all human. We all make mistakes. You two can fuck up. They fucked up. <laughs> it's okay. They made it right. Ano, right. if you're apologize. listening, you can come on the podcast. Let's oh, talk yeah. about that record you put on everyone's phone. <laughs> so, as you guys have mentioned, you're taking the back seat on this one. You're taking it a bit slower. But you also mentioned that this single may eventually like kind of lead up to something bigger. Do you guys have any other songs that you're working on right now? Or is there an EP in the future, album in the future? Kind of what are the plans? What should fans look forward to, if anything? Um, yes. So all of the above. We, okay. I think what, what Patrick means by taking it slow is that we are open to how this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. We're taking it seriously. We're being intelligent and and calculated with our moves, but we're not premeditating all of them. Like, gotcha. you know, I'm the spreadsheet business guy, you know, and I have like, I have a plan F, you know, and all that really matters is that we get a collection of songs ready. Right now we have like seven that are completed, com- 100% completed. Oh, shit. Um, well, one of them's Colin, so six. <clears throat> um, and we have like six more that are like between 50 and 75% done. And, you know, we don't know if we're just going to release a single every six to eight weeks. We don't know if we're going to do an EP with a couple singles. We don't know if we're going to do a full length with like a traditional you know, roll out um, because it's all going to be based on what kind of support we have. You know, if, if we could get a record deal, then we'll have the resources in place to like properly do a more traditional type thing. But if we've got to like let this organically build on its own, um, we're going to have to be more patient and, and just like slowly get the word out. I mean, you guys know how social media works. I mean, the vast majority of people who follow us on Facebook have no idea that Affiance changed its name. Like they, they don't know what's going on. Um, and probably half the people on Instagram, unless I want to dump two grand into ads. And even um, then the people that follow you won't know. Just yeah. random, right. random yeah. people will. <laughs> just be random people. Right. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. God, I hate those analytics. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we just kind of have to be patient and let, let like, do some interviews, you know. Maybe we'll get lucky, get a little bit of press. Maybe get some playlisting. Please, Spotify, playlist us. Um, and uh, just be patient. Let it play out. And 
I think there's a lot of freedom in not knowing exactly what we're doing. Um, and I'm glad that we have like plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. Plan yeah, I was going to say, it's nice to have, it's nice to have all of the plans it, that, you know, it, at any point in time we could say, okay, let's roll out plan C. This sounds like the good option because we have these, all of these other things have come together and now that makes for a good plan C. And it's nice to have, and it's, and it's, it, the patience is definitely the one thing that, um, is that we're, we're, we're learning, uh, we're learning a lot more patience than I think we had before. And, you know, it's, I think that we learned that it's not, you know, we used to say chart high or die. Like we used to be life or death with this stuff. We thought that if we put out or made the wrong move, that it was the, the end of the fucking world. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's easier now to just, yeah, make it, make it more relaxed and, and take it slow but still know that we have everything, you know, planned out and, and everything is going to be, you know, precise. And uh, we're just waiting for, um, you know, all of our stars to really align to make it uh, the best that it can be. Absolutely. And another factor is like, we're all, we're all pretty busy. You know, you yeah. can see that Patrick's on a bus of some sort right now. I'm on, yes, I'm in the, the front lounge of our, Double decker tour bus that just looks right out the window to a truck. Nice. Oh, <laughs> Quite the view. Well, wherever you are, it must be west because it's still light outside. Uh, it, we are in Lubbock, Texas, right now. Nice. And Atreyu oh. is Atreyu is playing uh, as we speak. Oh, Aren't yeah. you guys on like first night too? So I heard. We are. Yeah. We're, I I uh, I start my wardrobe. I have to get into a tuxedo in about uh, about a half hour. So. Jesus. Oh, okay. So we got a half hour. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll be done well before then. <laughs> yeah, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. And, um, you know, Dominic's a mailman. Uh, Brett's a physical therapy assistant. And I'm literally sitting in my bar. Uh, That's a cactus. In the needles. I'm also wearing this shirt. <laughs> Free promo. What's up? Let's go. Um, the Wi-Fi in my apartment is not very good. So I just decided to do it here. And it's slow right now. So. It's a nice, but, it's a nice um, little ambiance, honestly. So we've, we've got a lot going on. Um, not to say that Knight Rider is not super important, because I'll, I'll be honest, to me, it's, it's the most important thing. I, when, I, when the fines broke up and we weren't making music, I was not okay. And I'm not okay without music in my life. And I'm still not, like, complete, because I haven't performed in over five years. Damn. And... Uh, I just, you know, there's a lot of important people in my life that have come along since we broke up. And I'm just like, man, you don't even know all of me yet. You know, I, I need you to know all of me. I need you to see this side of me because it's, it's so important. And, um, but, you know, it's, it's patience and persistence and not hyperbolic statements like chart high or die. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> you know. We're older. We're not kids. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so I'm you 58. Guys... <laughs> I'm 58 years old. Oh, I'm not 58. That's insane. No. I have really great skin for 50. Yeah, I'm like you look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So you guys recently covered running up that hill. Is there plans to do more covers in the future? Or is that just kind of a one-off thing? That's a one-off thing. Damn it. You guys just wanted to be like every other band well, at that time? No, yeah, but do it fine. better. Nice. Right, you did. You did. If you go to a fine Spotify, four of the five songs are covers that populate the, the, the top. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to do that again. I mean, not to say that the Affiance covers weren't awesome because Affiance wrote, I think, like five re- and released five really awesome metal, metalcore covers um, that are still some of the, my favorite things that Affiance ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, looking at Affiance and Spotify and seeing one uh, single and then the rest of the highest, you know, the pushed songs be um, covers was kind of... You know, that's a little, um, uh, it's kind of disappointing because you want people to be stoked on your actual real songs and not the cover songs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think Knight Rider will probably do, if we do covers, let's just release it as a fiance and just <laughs> keep <laughs> build up, the only thing. That can be the cover build up, a cat- exactly. build up a catalog of a fiance uh, uh, covers and just There's turn so a fiance into songs. our cover band. <laughs> There's so many songs that like I want to do in in like this Night Rider way, but like I, I you know yeah I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're like, not our love triangle would be insane. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would go hard. Yeah. Yeah, but don't, yeah, don't get don't don't think about it too much, Dennis, because then <laughs> plan then you're gonna plan G will come into place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just write amazing originals. And never stop writing amazing, amazing originals. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the for this, question, <laughs> okay, every now and then sprinkled in, I can look at that. Uh, so for this question, I want you guys to picture you're on tour. Patrick, you won't have to, um, but you're going into a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Uh, I am getting a triple X vitamin water. Okay, uh, and the probably like the biggest bag of, of pretzels that I could find. Okay. Or, some, oh, or sunflower seeds. Oh, okay. For pretzels, are we talking like the sticks? Are we talking like I'm the, talking the... like the I'm talking like the nuggets. Oh Not, like the nugget pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Snyder's, Snyder's little nuggets. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what it is. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me it would be those, you know those watermelon water Gatorades? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those. And um, this is tough for Dennis because Dennis, it, Dennis could look at a convenience store selection and not be able to make a decision for five to 10 minutes because he just, <laughs> he, because he enjoys so much and he loves, he loves like food and snacks so much that it, it would take him a while to figure right. out what snack he was going to leave. No, it, you're right. But now that I'm 58 and I have, uh, <laughs> heard, um, as much as I'd love to have the corn dog, um, I would probably go with a, um, if it's one of those places that makes fresh food, I would do a breakfast burrito, but if not, I'll just go with a nice, like, uh, French onion sun chip. Ooh. Okay. 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 Those are delicious. The corn dog comment did scare me, but I'm going to, I'm going to just assume that was a that was a joke. You don't actually get the hot dogs from the gas station, right? Bro, if you have seen in the, in the, in our, 10 years of touring the stuff that dennis used to put in his body 
No. <laughs> no. Dennis, it's no. Why, I mean, it's 100% why I have GERD now. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know. But, uh, no, like, I love a legitimate, like, hand-dipped corn dog from, like, the fair. Okay. But, yeah, no, I'm not craving gas station corn dogs. I'm not Thank craving God. any. To be honest with you, I'm not craving any of that food. Like, it's just highly processed mm-hmm. garbage that's going to make me feel like crap. You know, because I'm 78 years old now. So. Yeah. Oh, oh you just damn! You aged 20 years. Oh, Jesus, no. you still look great. Exactly. <laughs> COVID, dude. COVID happened, and everybody just dead. Everything's dead. Like, right. yeah, I was young. You're the and only relevant. four people left. <laughs> 2019, young and relevant. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, well, the kid I don't have just turned 30, oh. and uh, I don't know what these whippersnappers are saying now, but they're saying things like, oh, that's mid. <laughs> what's that mean oh that means average shut the fuck up <laughs> this is stupid oh you're cool because i can't understand you that's where we're at and that's how i know i'm old <laughs> that's good that's good um so on the type of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be and why wait do you want to see if we could say it at the same time dennis because oh if we were a dish, yeah. If if night, I mean, if the four of us, whether it's Affiance or Night Rider, because the four of us never really, you know, we didn't really change that much. We just changed our style of music. But if the four of us were a dish, oh man, I feel terrible because I feel like I should know this. Oh man, I would say Popperkosh. Oh my God, yes, <laughs> Popperkosh. What is Popperkosh? I've never heard Shane. Have you heard it of is- Popperkosh? It is a Hungarian dish mm-hmm. that is very popular in Cleveland because Cleveland is like the biggest Hungarian population outside of Budapest. Oh. And um, we all used to eat it all the time. Uh, it was like- the TikTok, uh, TikTok diner, right? Yeah, TikTok, TikTok tavern. And many other places. I mean, yeah. gosh was great. And it was, it, we love it so much. And when we toured in Europe and we got stranded in Hungary, we kept asking for Popperkosh. And they're like, no, 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 no. Uh, that's grandma makes, grandma makes. And we're like, what? And then eventually <laughs> someone explained it to us, like chicken paprikash is like a special thing. It'd be like going to a restaurant and expecting stuffing and turkey and cranberry and like, you know, or green bean casserole. You can't get green bean casserole at a restaurant here. Like, no. so the goulash was really big over there. That was their like street food. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I think was one of the first one of the first meals that we that we had together probably as a group um, which is why that sticks out in my head so much is that like when I think of what our like our family meal would be our family meal was always paprikash so yeah. yeah and I'm sure we could figure out how to make it vegan for you oh yeah we can make that vegan yeah oh yeah definitely oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said oh, I'm sorry. Oh, about that. It's cute. Oh, being popper cause. So cute. <laughs> uh, so, for these last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, sure. I mean, we've been but, talking about food. So, I mean, yeah, uh, but I hope you're ready for more of that. Um, we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. Oh, okay. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Last meal. Mm-hmm. Before you answer that, Pat, you're the first one that's called us out that the transition really doesn't line up. It doesn't we make added sense. more questions and then never changed it. 
So. <laughs> All right. We're going to stop talking about music and talk about food, sir. We've been talking about food for 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Well, now Answer we're really, question. but the, but the, the food was related question. to your band. So really, we were still <laughs> talking about now music. It's, it's now we're talking about music. Yeah, yeah. You got personal here. Um, man. I think my drink of choice would be uh i would have a oh boy because I, I know i would want a cocktail before i got mm, it. i knew it i, I got i gotta have like a negroni yes yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have a negroni and <laughs> I, I think that um i think that if i was gonna die then i could put my veganism aside and have my last meal be um, probably my grandmother's Sicilian homemade pizza no. uh, with a side of, I think I would do like a side of mashed potatoes and green beans and then a Negroni on the side. And then you can plug me into the chair and I'll go. There you go. Nice. Oh, you're getting electrocuted? I'm assuming. Jesus. Well, we I can eject you, you shoot you, or electrocute you. I aim. We also yeah. offer the guillotine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we forgot that we get to pick the way we die in this, huh? Mm -hmm. um, okay. I'm still going to go electric chair. Electric <laughs> oh choice. Like, the most, one of the most brutal of all of them. <laughs> well, since I'm 98 years old. Jesus um, Christ. I'm going to I'm gonna go with pierogies. Mm. Chicken paprikash, a nice, uh, a nice like spicy Hungarian sausage, um, red cabbage with bacon and onion. Real ethnic food here. Can you tell I'm Slavic? Yeah, I was gonna say this is <laughs> this is just a meal that you've had at um, Sokolowski's before. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, the reason why, that food's delicious, but I love all food. Like, I love Indian food, I love Arabic food, I love Thai, I love Mexican food, but none of them bring me comfort the way that those foods do, because those foods remind me of my childhood and, like, grandparents and stuff, and butter and onions, you can't go wrong. So I would do that, and then I'm trying to time this out properly, so, because um, I just think it'd be epic. Um, you are you receiving a cocktail as we speak? <laughs> My brother's making me a Negroni right now. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> oh, maybe he's not. Maybe oh. he didn't check his phone. Hmm. But we, but we're assuming that that's what your that's what your choice was going to be. A Negroni. I was yeah. going to say that, and he said it, and it was great. And it's just the best cocktail. He really mm -hmm. should check his phone more while at work. <laughs> absolutely i yeah, think everybody should always be on their phone at work yeah, yeah you really love to see your employees uh on their phone at work it's the best mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. um so if you could live in one fiction world for a week where would you live oh wow these are good you. you're good i like it thanks oh you're gonna have to go first patrick because i have no idea um <clears throat> My, of course, my mind immediately went to Handmaid's my, Tale. 
I would lo- I would love to be a female in the hammocks. <laughs> oh, you did hear me. Thank you. So. Um, what my first thought actually was was, oh, there's the Negroni. Nice. Oh my God. Um, was that I would want to live in the world of The Walking Dead. <laughs> That's so dark. you could die in like three days? No, it's because I would want to survive. I want, I, I, I would, I would. You need uh, a challenge. Yeah, I would be up to the challenge, and that's always been like my favorite. You know, I play in a horror movie band now, and whenever I get asked like what my favorite movie is or what my favorite genre is, it's always it's always been zombies. Mm-hmm. So, given given my my love for the fictional uh, uh, world that encompasses zombies, I would say that's that's the fake world that I would like to live in. He watches for, Spencer for murder people every night. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm he can condi- murder some I'm zombies. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't know. I mean, Stranger Things. Yeah, that's good. I either want to be, you know, Hopper or something. You know, punching your way out of every situation that you could possibly be in, no matter how big or small. Simpler times. You know, no smartphones. You know, since I'm 118 years old, I can't keep up. Yeah, um, those damn iPhones. The the buttons are too small. There's no buttons now. Actually, I, w- I wish that we just had you know somehow to just like do like a walkie-talkie with this thing. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer the the cans that are connected by a string. By string, yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah. Into it. So I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Uh, I'm a big fan of a a nice deep purple and not the band. Although smoke on the water does go hard. (laughs) Although smoke on the water does go hard. Yeah, Yeah, no, definitely. uh, I've always been a fan of of purple. Nice. And you're right, this is the most important question of this whole interview. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, I'm glad you agree. Dennis, don't fumble <laughs> this one. Uh, I love green in general, but if I'm going to be specific. Yeah, give me the, give me the real, uh, uh, what would they call it? A, the, pan t- the Pantone. Oh, yeah. Oh, give, me the, mm-hmm. give me the Pantone of what green. Uh, one, eight, eight, eight. <laughs> uh, no. I really like avocado and, and and like olive greens, like retro Ins- greens. Inside, inside of the avocado green? I don't know. It's what they called that 70s green, like your grandma's 70s couch. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I like those kind of like war- warm greens. Uh, and I like teal a lot, but like deep teal, not not the bad. Not like not Lisa Frank teal, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? The trapper keepers, not like that. Like, yeah, rich, deep teal, accent yeah. wall, glazed brick. In another life, I was a gay interior designer <laughs> named Philip. Um, and uh, I don't know. No, that checks out. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so as I said, that's all the questions, or sorry, as Glory said, that's all the questions you have to say. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? 
well, the band that we are in is called Night Rider. Uh, we have a new single called Collar uh, that is on all of your streaming services, as well as a music video uh, that was directed and edited and made by um, Josiah Moore, um, who worked with Affiance a few different times, but kind of you know gave him a new a new project to work on with us. So that music video is available on YouTube as well. Uh, I don't know anything else, Dennis. Um, I'd like to promote my band Ice Nine Kills. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Go rip that gig tonight. Yeah. Like, uh, spooky core, kind of. Yeah. Um, Theatricore, no. if you will. Uh, <laughs> what'd you say? Theatricore. Theatricore. Well, you have to include horror or spook in there. You can't leave that out. You're not, this isn't Jesus Christ Superstar. But. Or like cats. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but anyways. Yeah, Night Rider. I believe uh, I believe that uh, Night Rider on Instagram is Night Rider the band, and Night Rider on Twitter is Night underscore Rider band, um, and I believe the Facebook is just Night Rider. Um, it's Night Rider the everything's Night Rider the band except for Twitter. Night Rider uh, underscore Rider band because Elon Musk is a jerk. Yeah, and also. As far as bands go, Twitter is definitely the least important of all, I think, social media output for a band. So at least we got Knight Rider the band on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're on TikTok, but no one cares because I'm 138 years old. And you just can't <laughs> use TikTok. You can't seem to figure it out. That's okay. No, his fingers just won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I use this app? How That's do all. I? <laughs> Um, well, thank you for now. This guy's been Patrick and Dennis from Knight Rider, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.